0: right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal
1: Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future. Brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Volume. Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. There's a lot of reasons. It's America's number one sportsbook incredibly easy to use, super safe, totally secure, super fast payouts in as quick as two hours. You're not going to get that anywhere. Also, same-game parlay bets, live betting. It's the best. Hey, if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I did it in 15 seconds. Get started now. Sign up. Please use the promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Please use the promo code Colin C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. This is Prime Cuts, the best of the Colin Coward podcast. Birthday boy Joe Burrow stop by. Beat the Browns preparing for Tom Brady. Chad Millman, Action Network, Sharper Square, week 14 best bets. Get smarter. You know, something I talk about pretty regularly on the show is I think football is getting smarter. And it doesn't really matter what business you're in. Things change, right? You know, I'm in the cable TV business and we have something called cord cutting where a lot of young people are just getting rid of their cable and they're moving to streaming or YouTube TV. And you have to adapt constantly. Even now among streaming companies, your Hulus, your Netflix, your Disney's, uh, they're losing billions of dollars. Now it's very, very hyper competitive. And people are starting to say, my streaming bill costs more than my cable bill and I get more sports on cable. And, you know, I look at the NFL right now. And how do you tell if you've got a really, really great coach? Because offense is obviously the key to this thing. 70% of coaches now, head coaches, are offensive coaches and they're having a lot more success than defensive coaches. How do you know if you have a great coach? In the National Football League, my answer would be when they make you think for an extended period of time that an incredibly average player is really special. And that's why I think Mike McDaniel of Miami may be our next genius coach. He comes from the Kyle Shanahan tree. That it is remarkable that Tua, when he has to play trailing against San Francisco trailing against the Chargers with a fairly decent pass rush not only how ordinary he looks he looks like a third string quarterback you could argue he looks like a college quarterback not physically good enough to be in the NFL i mean i've i've never heard of a quarterback starting a game like 3 for 17 I've never heard of that from a backup. But Mike McDaniel still has Tua despite his last two starts, disasters, completing 66% of his throws, 275 yards a game, 22 TDs and five picks. I mean, we think in New York, Brian Dable is a really good coach. He took Josh Allen to another level from, is this guy going to make the league to an MVP level player? But even he is limited with Daniel Jones. After about six starts, Daniel Jones has an absolute ceiling. When I look at the Tua story, it's really a Mike McDaniel story. Can you imagine how good Miami would be with this coach if they had Herbert Burrow? I mean, last two weeks, Tua isn't an NFL quarterback. Small, unathletic, brittle, overwhelmed. We're very lucky. Football is giving us, I think, Lincoln Riley at the college level similarly is just smarter than almost anything we've ever seen offensively at the college level. And where did Mike McDaniel come from? San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan. Look at what he's doing with Brock Purdy. He got Garoppolo to a Super Bowl. I like Jimmy more than most people, but... He has a clear ceiling. They don't throw the ball up the sideline with Garoppolo. When you look at Mike McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan, they're going to humiliate a lot of defensive coaches going forward. We have coaches now who are completely next level. And a lot of this is just due to safety. I mean, Nick Saban acknowledges now he can't keep people in the 20s if you have an NFL quarterback. Saban can't. College level can't. But I look at this Tua Mike McDaniel story, and we have ourselves a borderline offensive genius in Miami. This coach is really, really special. All right, it's Joe Burrow, our weekly visit. This is an embarrassing question. So you finally beat the Browns. I should know this. You're from Ohio. This is embarrassing. This is an embarrassing moment. I've never asked you this. Did you grow up a Browns or a Bengals fan?
2: Uh I wasn't really a fan of the NFL growing up. I was more of a college football fan. I didn't watch I liked the I like Drew Brees, I liked the Saints. Um, but I didn't you know, I moved around a lot when I was really little. Yeah. And my whole life and my whole family was just college football. Yeah. So I was more of a a Cornhusker fan.
1: Yeah, you know, Urban Meyer told me that one time before he took the Jags job. He said, I watch film on Sunday. I don't even watch the NFL. Yeah. I, I warned yeah. him. I said I'm not sure if that's a thing you should make public (laughs) urban before you take an NFL job. It's kind of a complicated competitive league. Um, So it was your 26th birthday. Is that today?
2: It was Saturday. Okay.
1: I think. So like in season, did you even get cake or is that some sort of a sugar free zone thing? I got a pumpkin pie. Pumpkin comes from the earth. It's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's what what my wife says. If the shit comes from the ground,
2: you can eat it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, So this was, for whatever reason, mostly Miles Garrett, this had been a really tough matchup, a divisional rival, uh, Ohio. This had just been, you had a breakthrough moment. What was it?
2: Well, our our defense played great the entire game. We were able to to get stops and get off the field. While we figured it out on offense, you know the first quarter was a struggle, but after that, we you know started to move the ball really well and and move the ball down the field and and hit explosive plays and so our defense really kept us in it until you know our offense started clicking.
1: you're gonna face Brady this week uh does it mean anything? Just
2: the next game, just the next game
1: that's a Tom answer that is such a great
2: <laughs> well, I think. If you, get, if you get to, you know, something I was really focused on coming into the league is if you get to like, oh, I grew up watching this guy or, you know, I, I really liked him growing up, uh, I think you lose your competitive advantage when you're out on the field. And so I really tried to, you know, limit limit that when I was able to come into the league. And I think it's, it's served me well.
1: You think you just coming into the league, you literally had made a decision – you're not gonna be a fan,
2: boy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm a fan of of you know people that play the game really well. Uh but you know as far as me personally, I think I can stack myself up with, with just about any one of them.
1: So Zach Taylor, there's an article in The Athletic. They were talking about um Zach took some of your LSU offense and moved it to the Bengals. Um I mean, we're seeing Russell Wilson struggle. New coach, new system. If, if I, you know, I don't sit there and peruse playbooks, but if I said, okay, tell me two or three things that if you could have them the rest of your career offensively, that just make it easier.
2: I have really good players alongside me, guys like Jamar and. And TB and T and Joe Mixon and the offensive line that we have, you know that that's what makes it the easiest on on quarterbacks when you can go out there and uh, know exactly what your guys are going to do every play, know they're going to play really really hard, and then you have you know some of the best guys in the league on the outside to go make plays for you. It makes my job easy.
1: There was a moment last week I thought it was really impressive where Baker Mayfield was literally in Los Angeles 48 hours and went out and played. Pretty good football. And yeah. as good as you are, you came off an injury. The first couple of weeks, it's just not right. It's hard. Um, I, I said on the air, it felt like a remarkable achievement. Um, did you see it? And what did you make of it?
2: I watched the first half of it. you know, And then I got a little too tired and had to head to sleep. But it's always, you know, that... When somebody gets on a new team very quickly and comes into the game and has to figure out how to to operate, and then when a backup when when a starting quarterback gets hurt in in the middle of the game and a backup has to go in and play really well, those are two very similar situations, I think. And you know, whenever somebody can go in and play really well in that kind of situation, I have a lot of admiration for that because they you know they're not getting the reps in practice. And in Baker's situation, he didn't get any reps with them. He probably threw. 25 30 balls to, to Rams guys when he, when he got there and has to go out and, and play like that. Uh, and on national TV, I, I had a lot of respect for what he did.
1: Are are national TV games different? Timeouts
2: longer? Do you feel timeouts long? Yeah, you, you feel it. Like you got to keep yourself warm. There's a lot more TV timeouts, keep yourself engaged. It just feels like a longer game.
1: The um. So now you're getting into a time where you've played your best football. Now we're getting into December. Um, Everybody has tape on you. Um, Not all your teammates are healthy. Um, Compare first year, mid-December to now. Compare last year. Is it starting to feel bubble up like last year's roll?
2: Yeah, we're starting to just, you know, down the stretch last year, we just found ways to win games. It wasn't always pretty. You know, some games we had, you know, high-scoring affairs, but, you know, we just found ways to win games and, and we're starting to do that now. We're, we're being able to win games a lot of different ways, whether it's with our defense and, and our running game or throwing the football, scoring a lot of points. Um, we're just adapting to the situation at hand very quickly on Sundays and, and figuring out ways to to get it done.
1: So, this sounds odd, but in the college game, Joe, you play in mostly the same weather. You played in the south. It was either domed or warm. In the NFL, you can go from Tampa one week to Foxborough the next to Buffalo. Yeah. It is different, right? Does it change for yeah. you?
2: It yeah, it, you have to play the game slightly slightly differently. Whether it's your, your, your operation on the sideline to keep your body warm to, to be able to go out and do your job or, um, whether it's, you know, maybe trying to, to push a ball into a window that on a non-windy day, you would try, but maybe if it's a really windy, windy day, you might not try it. And so the weather does uh, affect both how you play and your operation throughout the week.
1: So, You guys have been a very good um, second half team. It's funny how this season works. Early in the year, you were getting third and 11s. You were getting behind the chains. It was something that was driving you crazy. You were trailing in games. You've become a better starting team. You're also a very good finishing team. Obviously, if it was simple, everybody would start quickly. So I'm not sure if I've asked you this. Do you like to come into a game? and have like 12 scripted plays. Take take our listeners to this. Do you come in and kind of know the first series, what you're going to run in order?
2: Yeah, every team has, I think it's usually, you know, 10 to 15 plays that are scripted. Um, and then you have your, your first third and short, third and medium, third and long. So you know you know, kind of what's going to come up in, in certain situations. You have your first red zone calls that you like. So when you get down there, you, you kind of know what to expect as far as defense-wise, play-wise, what you're going to see. Uh, and that's where, that's where the preparation comes in.
1: Will you run those plays again at a later moment in the game?
2: Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. You know, some of them are... Are one and dones and some of them are are, are base plays that you, you you just run all the time. So it just depends.
1: Are you at a point now with Zach? Take me to where your in-game communication is in terms of I want to run this play now.
2: You know, it kind of it kind of depends. Some games, there's some a, a look that I see that you know I think a certain play would be really good against and. I think what is great about Zach is that he trusts me enough and trusts what I'm seeing on the field enough to you know give that play a shot or if it if he doesn't want to call it he you know explains why and, and what situation maybe he would rather have that play and so the communication between and me and our coaches is exactly what you want as a quarterback it just gives you a lot of trust that your that your coaching staff is you know doing the all the work that they can and and will do to put you in the best position to succeed.
1: I've heard it said that early a quarterback plays the game, later he manipulates it. Do you feel now you are more manipulating the game?
2: Yeah, that's you, know, you start off every game pretty pretty similar. You're trying to get a feel for you know cuz you can watch tape, but it's really different once you're out there. So you're trying to get a feel for Guys speed, guys drop angles, leverage, You know how much time you're going to have in the pocket. And all that kind of plays into how you end up playing the game later on.
1: So this week, Mahomes had a ridiculous play where it looked like he was throwing a grenade out of a foxhole. Yeah. And I'm like, the hell was that? Do you think he practiced that?
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm sure he has at some point. I'm sure he just didn't throw it out there. Um, I, I'm sure he practices a lot of that stuff uh, that, that you see on Sundays that really nobody else is doing. <laughs> uh, whether he's just like messing around and having fun in, in before practice, I'm sure he, he tries all that stuff beforehand.
1: So you've done something at practice that you haven't done in a game, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Would- I think that's how you grow as a player is – you You try things out in practice that you think might work, and then you find out, okay, this needs a little more work before I deploy it, or I'm feeling really comfortable in this technique to go and deploy it in this situation on on game day and so you practice all that stuff to whatever situation you might be in you can you can pull it out if you need it
1: a couple of weeks ago, you were pushed out of the pocket to your left. I forget what game it was, and I watched it, and I thought. I wonder and, and the defender was on your hip. And I thought, I wonder if Joe's ever considered just switching the ball to his left hand and throwing it out of bounds.
2: <laughs> have you? Uh we have pra- we have practiced that uh before in case that situation does come up. Wow. Uh we, Yeah. So you never you never know what you might need. I haven't needed to, but uh I, I've practiced it in case I do.
1: So you can throw a left
2: handed spiral f- for some distance. No. <laughs> I'm I no, I can get it out of bounds, for sure, if I to, <laughs> if he had a hold of my right arm, but I'm not I'm not throwing a ten yard out or anything like that.
1: So you've said before, um you got compared to Batman last week. You were a big superhero fan. So my only knock is that it was mostly his gadgets. Um he didn't have a huge physique. Um you know, he was wealthy and he had he was almost like a trust fund kid with a bat signal. It was a lot of, it, whereas I always felt like everybody else had something speed strength, but there was a peculiar fascination with Batman. Cause I thought he was the funniest. He was kind of weird yeah. and funny. And I kind of liked Batman of the superheroes. I've had this discussion with my son. If you had, this is weird, but I've said, if you had one, superhero trait, what would it be? Now, a lot of people say, oh, I'd be invisible. And I tell my son, the problem is you'd hear people talk about you and they would say awful things and it would ruin your self-esteem. And then people say, well, what if you could fly? And I say, yeah, but if you could fly, then you'd be the boy in the neighborhood that could fly. And you'd be like weird. And like, you couldn't go out. That's my reasoning. If I could give you one superhero quality, what would it be?
2: Teleportation. Explain. Well, wouldn't it, if you want to go to the grocery store, you just pop up in the grocery store and grab your stuff (laughs) and then pop right back home. you want to go on a cross-country road trip, just pop over to California real quick and then pop right back.
1: See, my son talks about stuff like that. Do you do you think that's a – in my in your lifetime, will you believe that will happen? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. That'd be sick, though. It would be sick. I always – when people say we could live on Mars in our lifetime, my takeaway is always, I don't like heights. Like, why would I want to go to Mars? I don't even like being under the Space Needle. I'm from Seattle. I get sick of
2: – I'd go up in space. That'd be pretty cool. You would. Yeah, that'd be a really cool experience.
1: Uh, all right, finally. So it is a weird time of the year where it gets really intense. Like I'm watching the World Cup and it's really intense. Like yeah. I'm, I'm watching Mac Jones scream at his coach and <laughs> football in December is like the weather sucks. Your teammates are hurt. Um can you get – can you extract a little joy at this time of the year? Or is it – do you feel like, okay, this stuff is – this is do or die stuff?
2: Yeah, wins are, wins are still wins. You know, those post-game locker rooms after wins are, are why you play the game and they're so incredible. But also I think why we're so good as a team is we know when to lock in, but we also know when to have fun both on the field and off. You know, I I really enjoy going to practice every day. And we know when we need to, to lock in and get our work in, you know, when team periods and group install periods and stuff like that. But, you know, we, we also have a lot of fun in stretching, you know, individual, all that stuff. And so we we really make it fun to come to work every day.
1: Yeah. When you fly into Tampa, say, what do you do on Saturday night? What does the team do?
2: Um, We usually watch – college games in the in the dining room you know eat together some guys will find a restaurant in the area and order takeout and bring it back to the hotel some guys will go to dinner and uh you know those are fun those are fun nights
1: football season's underway now's the perfect time to download fanduel america's number one sports book right now new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1000 that's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. The promo code is always Colin. FanDuel has tons of betting options. I like the same game parlay. Bet a little, win a lot. FanDuel's app is safe, secure, easy to use, and you get paid your winnings really fast. The no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. Promo code Colin. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel. Official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. E N Y or text H O P E N Y four, six, seven, three, six, nine in New York, Tennessee, red line one Tennessee, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia.
0: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years.
1: at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Let's welcome in Chad Millman, CCO Action Network, all of our odds provided by FanDuel. So it's a weird week. I've shifted some bets. I don't like favorites much, but I'm going to start with two because I don't like them. Monday Night Football. Everybody loves Baker Mayfield. Packers get a little extra rest, minus six and a half. It's a much better team. Let's not kid ourselves. The Rams aren't good. This feels like Packers by a touchdown, sharper square.
3: I got to tell you, this one is really interesting. Not a ton of activity on this game in conversation from a sharp perspective. I think you're on the right side at less than a touchdown there's too much enthusiasm from the market when you are looking at a Baker Mayfield quarterback team. This is not a guy who wins games, right? We've seen that over and over again. I think with the Packers, obviously there's a lot of trepidation here, but um, like the, the numbers on this one, the Rams getting the majority of the tickets and that's why you've seen it come down a little bit, the money's heading in the Packers' direction. So if you can get them at six and a half, I would take it.
1: Here's another one. I bet against the Jaguars earlier this year off a big win. They're a young team. They come home. They they see the Cowboys in their sights off one of their best games in a decade. Dallas humiliated, but one against Houston. Cowboys are getting healthier. It's one of those middle numbers, like a 5 in that case, I just think Dallas is a significantly
3: better team. Sharper square, I'm taking the Cowboys. Oh my God. You've, you're living in the middle of the square. Like, it, you don't even have any sort of room to wiggle on this one. Trevor Lawrence, past nine weeks, past six weeks, uh, top two quarterback in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus 10 touchdowns, zero picks. All these early season issues he had in the red zone, throwing passes that were too flat, didn't have any touch, not building chemistry with Doug Peterson, they've been a very good team the past few weeks. We've seen that. We've seen them getting better. I'm not fazed by sort of the blowout of the Titans on the road, especially against the Cowboys' pass rush. That is the strength of their defense, but it's also the strength of the Jags' offensive line. They are fifth in protecting Trevor Lawrence against the pass rush in the NFL. And the other thing I'll say is that the Cowboys secondary, they are injured. And that's one of the reasons why they struggled against the Texans. So Trevor Lawrence, who's becoming a better quarterback, uh, is going to have a good opportunity to light them up. Most professional betters have this game power rated at three. All right, let's go to the underdogs. Titans getting three at the Chargers.
1: Tennessee off a humiliating loss. Yes, they're banged up. But again, let's not go crazy with the Chargers. Their defense set the tone against Miami. Titans have the better defense, the better coach, the better run game consistently, can stop the run. I like Tennessee
3: in the point, sharper square. Total number game, very sharp. If this gets to two and a half, you're going to see people come in on the Chargers. Right now, at three, majority of the money coming in on the Titans the Chargers are not a team that anybody wants to play when they're favorites. They are great as an underdog because their variance plays to wide sort of disparities in what you can expect, and they do things that allow you as a better on an underdog Chargers team to stay in the game. Meanwhile, as favorites, they're just not very good. The Titans, however, as underdogs with Mike Vrabel, are very good. You've got a coaching advantage with the Titans. You've got them in a spot that favors them. And then with the Chargers, you kind of don't know what you're getting yet. Defensively, Joey Bosa is supposed to come back. But this has been a team that has had a hard time as a defense. Uh, so it's very hard to bet on them as a favorite.
1: Patriots Raiders, I like New England comfortably. Um, I think although Belichick's former coaches do okay against him, This sort of ball control offense by New England um, on display against Arizona. I, I still think the Raiders are a team that plays really hard, but there are some holes they can't overcome. And Belichick, this is what he does. If you've got holes, he'll find them. I think it's a boring, quick game with a lot of run involved. I'm talking 80 carries, but if it's a pick 'em or close, which is where the numbers at, Raiders minus one. I take the Patriots the win here, sharper square.
3: As square as square gets, the wise guys love the Raiders in this spot. Uh, the Patriots have terrible skill players on offense as it is, and now the players that they were depending on are injured: Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, Devontae Parker. We don't know what we're getting in that group. The Wise Guys make the Raiders two-point favorites. So when this game opened at Raiders plus one and a half, the Wise Guys started hammering it. It's why the line has moved in the direction that it has. It's a team that, as you noted, still plays hard. They are probably getting Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller back. Both of them practiced this week. They can still make the playoffs. They're in every game. Uh, the Raiders at home it basically pick a sh- very short favorite by the time the game kicks off. That's going to be the wise guy set.
1: Uh, Giants getting four and a half against the Commanders. I had Taylor Heineke on my show today, but if you look at his numbers, they're underwhelming. Uh, this is a Washington team that has more talent than New York. Four and a half a half's a ton of points. Daniel Jones playing for his career. Um, I'm going to go with the points. Giants division rival
3: Sharper Square. Interesting game. The, 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 the sharp side is definitely the Giants. There's no reason the Commanders should be four and a half point favorites. They just played two weeks ago. While well, the Commanders are on the bye, the Giants in that game, even though it was a tie game, terribly ugly game, the Giants were ahead by a touchdown for most of the second half and they missed a yep. game winning field goal. So now there's automatically inflation when a team like the Giants is coming off of a blowout loss, right? So that's why the number drifted up to four and a half. Nobody saw the Commanders play terribly last week. They didn't play. Meanwhile, teams coming off a blowout the past 20 years. So the Giants in this spot, they're covering at a 55% clip. Um, This is Washington's biggest spread of the season against a team that was beating them two weeks ago. It's the sharp side, but I will tell you, I've had a couple guys say to me they love the commanders that are professional betters. We talked about this on the favorites pod today. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's not always a consensus. So be wary.
1: Bears plus nine, extra rest. Philadelphia coming off a dominating win. I always pull back. The world likes right now the Eagles. I think they're in a position they could rest players getting healthy. Chicago, again, people playing for their jobs, people putting stuff on tape, young offensive line. I like the Bears and the points here to keep it reasonably close, sharp
3: or square. Totally sharp. And remember, we talked about this two weeks ago. The Rams, eight and a half point underdogs against Seattle. Last week, the Broncos, nine point underdogs. Uh, The the Broncos, nine-point underdogs against the Chiefs. Same, similar scenario here. The Bears plus nine against a high-flying Eagles team. Huge amount of money on the Bears. This is exactly the side that the professionals want to be on. A reminder, and I said this last week, because it's still relevant, even more relevant. When you get teams winning At a 65% clip over the course of the year, playing against really bad teams like the Bears, and that's the delta we're talking about between the Eagles and the Bears this week, the dogs are covering at nearly 60%. So, uh, that's what happens when you get late in the year, you get inflation on these teams that are really good.
1: All right. We always close with a game I could be talked into. I think Buffalo and bad weather could destroy the Dolphins. What
3: say you? Sharper, square, tell me the side. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, The number has moved to seven, but there's not a ton of wise guy activity on this game because people are waiting to see how bad the weather really is. And I'll be honest with you, the side they're probably going to play in this game is the over in totals, not necessarily taking the Bills minus seven. I think they like the Bills because the Bills, when they do win, They tend to cover big. And I think, and we talked about this a few weeks ago. If you were going to fade any team down the stretch, it was going to be Miami, who three weeks ago, they had come off six straight, really easy games at home or indoors. And they were heading into the end of the year where they were going to be on the road in really tough spots, including this game. Um, So, wise guys probably will bet the Bills minus seven, but they love the over in this game because the snow. Tends to play to the uh, offense's strength. Finally, a game I missed: Colts Vikings. How do we not talk about Colts Vikings? Oh God! Come on, come on! This is a great bounce back spot for the Colts. They, when they've gotten killed this year, as they did two weeks ago, they've come back and won. Minnesota's defense. Is terrible. Forced two punts against the Lions. The week before, they gave up nearly 500 yards to the Jets. The Colts are actually outgaining their opponents. Minnesota is getting outgained by its opponents. In our luck rankings that we do on actionnetwork.com, which basically are the best way to measure expected regression. So a team that is playing way outside of itself and is expected to come back down to earth, a team playing a little bit below expectations should be playing better. There's the biggest delta of the week in this game. Take the Colts. Every wise guy has taken the Colts.
1: is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at proplansport.com.
0: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket.